a podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice. Deus Ex Media. Welcome to the restricted section in which I am breaking up with Harry Potter and it's the most underwhelming breakup I've ever been through, including Liam. And we were only kind of dating each other to get back at our exes who are actually dating each other. If you haven't done the reading, don't worry. We did it for you. Here's what we're talking about this week. Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Chapter 26, The Cave, in which Dumbledore and Harry go caving to retrieve something that sure looks like a horcrux. I'm your host, Christina. With me today is our friend Haley. Say hello to the listeners, Haley. Hello, listeners. I am here for the zombie episode, and it is nope 45 p.m. Oh, Haley, I'm sorry I did this to you. Yeah, you should be. (laughs) Also with us is our friend Courtney. Say hello to the listeners, Courtney. Hi, listeners. I'm excited to talk about zombies. Y'all remember Courtney from our legendary 420 episode in which I, Christina Khan, was a charisma black hole. <laughs> I've been on several other ones. It's true. But you gravitate to the negative. It's No, I gravitate toward <laughs> making fun of myself because now no one can come at me and be like, that 420 episode was so painful because it's like, <laughs> I know, bitch, I've been saying that. Also with us today is my dear friend, Becca! Say hello to the li- listeners, Becca. Hello, listeners. Becca is a friend of ours, a n- sort of a newer friend to me. We've been friends for maybe like a year now, which is why she's never been on the pod before, because that's how long it takes to convince one of your IRL friends to come on your podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but we get them all in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Becca, tell me what is your Harry Potter history? Like, when did you read the books for the first time? When were you watching the movies? Oh, I mean, I was reading them as they came out, but I had to do so secretly under the cover of night, under the cover of my blanket with a flashlight because I grew up in a household where Harry Potter is witchcraft and witchcraft is the devil. Oh, yeah. And anything that is not Jesus or God or the Holy Spirit is not encouraged. So... It was like a very sweet and probably not as secret operation as me and my siblings all thought it was. The (laughs) oldest sister would like buy the new book at Barnes and Noble, wait in line and everything, and then they would would pass it down, the siblings. I was second to last in line. I remember (laughs) reading the entire seventh book in one night under my covers with a flashlight. Oh, just like but then being, <laughs> but oh then being like so excited to talk about it at school the next day that I wasn't even tired, and then my little <laughs> sister got it the next night, and like I'd also remember covering, taking off the cover of one of the hardbacks and recovering it. I thought I was like Harriet the Spy or something, like recovering <laughs> it with uh, the sleeve for what is that like? book that's like all creatures great and small it's like the british vet that like birds horses and stuff my parents are obsessed with that (laughs) and we had like all of them collected in this big 
hardback and the sleeve for that would cover oh i know the ones you mean (laughs) the sleeve for that would cover the biggest harry potters and that's like definitely i thought i was being so sneaky at the time and i love everything of course like yeah we were all avid readers so i guess i thought in my mind my mom (laughs) thought that i was really just that engaged for an entire 24 hours with whatever like christian farm animal book (laughs) 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 but um that's my history with it and then like of course by the time the movies were coming out at least like the last few like I was old enough to go with my friends my mom really couldn't say anything I remember I read like them all the way through probably like 10 times in a row in middle school very obsessed very obsessed in my younger years. Oh, what I wouldn't give to be obsessed with something like that again. (laughs) To care that much about anything. And then this, uh, today reading this chapter was the first time I'd read any piece of Harry Potter in, like, probably 15 years. While still very enjoyable and beloved, uh, you do notice the writing... (laughs) You do notice the writing when you're 28 years old, more than you do when you're 13. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. You're not the first person to come on the show who was not allowed to read as a kid for religious reasons. And I'm just so glad that you're reading whatever you want to now, which does not include Harry Potter. That's a full that's a full character arc right there. Mm. I mean, I still consider like at least the first movie like a Christmas movie. Like I still watch them sometimes. And yeah. also yeah. when I bring it up at like home, like obviously my mom knew more than we thought she knew about what we were right. doing under our covers. Yeah. <laughs> They're reading under we there. You thought you were masturbating? Look, all, all Christian kids are doing something under their covers. You can't repress them that much and not expect them to be doing stuff under the covers. literature, like, God forbid, literally. Literally, God forbid. God literally forbade it. I was, like, practicing my Latin. I was, like, taking Latin in middle school. Like, God forbid. Yeah. Wow. Well, what what Hogwarts house are you? Oh, okay. I'm Ravenclaw with a big chunk of Hufflepuff. So, like, Ravenpuff, Ravenpuff but definitely Ravenclaw, primary Hufflepuff, secondary. I disagree I with that. this assessment. I disagree. Yeah, it's, you we're disagree? All, we're all about self-identification here. I like, genuinely thought you were going to say that you, like, wholeheartedly agreed with that self-assessment, so now I'm freaked out. I only disagree with the, the Hufflepuff portion because <laughs> you're not it's very really, nice sometimes. <laughs> it's really hard. It's really hard to be a stoner who likes to eat and not yeah, gravitate I, toward Hufflepuff. I'm a Hufflepuff in the same way that, like, I'm a hobbit. If you ask me what Middle Earth character I am, sure, like, all, sure. I just want to drink beer and, like, cuddle my cats and smoke weed and <laughs> and cook and yeah. eat the things I cook. Like, I do crafts. Like, what? what? All right. <laughs> Courtney says that I'm not nice, so. I've heard your elevator pitch. Maybe that's just like, that's I'm the Ravenclaw. Like, I'm too smart to be nice, clearly. <laughs> you can't, I know it. too much about the world. <laughs> Listeners, Becca uses she or her pronouns as well. Just, I always forget to do that with new guests. Courtney, how the fuck have you been since last time you were on the show? I've been good. I mean... I haven't seen you in one and a half days. I know, it's it's wild. I'm starving for your attention. 
I, she literally um, keeps touching her boobs. So I, like they've, it's been a very <laughs> tit forward he- uh, episode. A, so she really far misses and you, and she's like, I'm hot. <laughs> I'm trying to air them out. Okay, the, un- <laughs> the undersides are story. hot. Wow, problems I don't have. I've been I've been fine. You know, I work from home, so I live in a cave, and then I come mm-hmm. out of the cave two to three times a week, and. I get all my social interaction you in, come and to then my cave. I come to your cave. Come to my cave. <laughs> Wait, that's the name of the chapter. <laughs> chapter the cave, and it's the cave. <laughs> all right, let's talk about the cave. Hey, do you guys remember like less than three years ago when Harry had to get like like parent or guardian permission? to go to the town next door and it was like fucking imperative that he have like a signed permission slip. Where's the fucking permission slip for this field trip? I know. I was obvious. I was, I I mean, obviously. (laughs) It's really unacceptable. First of all, a private field trip? Absolutely not. A student Mm -mm. and a teacher? We're not doing private Uh, field trips. Night to the seaside? (laughs) I think not. Nothing weird about that. Going with your however many year old professor out to a dark cave. Say a few towns away. This, so there. This is the day Dumbledore dies. Mhm. 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 We're on that day. What they day is just, it? It's today. It's today. Well, it's like two more weeks. I think. No, I think it's it's next week. Damn. On the show. All it's right. today and it's next week. What is time? I quite love this chapter because it is so like it sets the scene so well. There's such a good sense of foreboding I got from this the first time I read it, where tension. I was like, some, some terrible shit is about to happen, and then yes, and then keep yeah. happening. That well, slowly yeah, materializes. It's really well. I mean, it it, it is some, you know it, it is well crafted because if you get this horrible feeling of foreboding. And then, like, the Inferi come out, and then you're like, whew, okay, well, we made it out of that one. But it's like, oh, man. It's not even he remotely has no idea over. There's so much more book left. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. They're standing on a rock in the sea. Yeah, I, I did have a question about this, the beginning and the end of this chapter. Why are we apparating out here and Dude. then swimming in Fucking and Fucking swimming. Like, Magic. I think it's because, like, he has to picture it clearly to apparate, right? Huh. Like, surely you would be able to, like, picture Hogsmeade from the, like, like they jump back in the water. Oh, That's yeah, the part yeah, that yeah. confuses me yeah. the most. You're telling me wonder- people immigrate here on rafts made of soda bottles and they could not have fucking come up with anything other than breaststroking <laughs> across well, okay, in freezing water. That stood out to me was how good of a swimmer Dumbledore is at like 115, <laughs> however old he is. He really, it's, it Nimble. makes special note of how like energetic Harry called is. it a perfect breaststroke. Did a perfect <laughs> breaststroke into the cave. And then if I watched like this very five minutes of the, of the movie and I'll say like this whole chapter and the next are so much scarier, were so much scarier reading them as a kid. But even mm-hmm. just reading them now, I'm like, oh, yeah, like this. I remember being how like struck I was by how scary this was. And then the movie yeah. does not make it very scary at all. And 
at the same time, when they apparate to the rock in the middle of the ocean, it's like extremely far away from the entrance to the cave. <laughs> and then you have to think Dumbledore just like perfect breaststroked all the way into <laughs> like, this cave, <laughs> drank a shit ton of poison, and then breaststrokes back. I will say that, like, if you've ever been to an indoor pool, like, just on a random Tuesday, there do be grandpas <laughs> and they do be, like, shots with perfect breaststrokes. Sean just joined the JCC because he wants to be that grandpa. I see that. It's well, he's exercise. in love with all of those old men at the masonry shop, so. He does, lo- he does love the old men at the masonry shop, but yeah, the JCC has a pool, so. But, like, again, this is the he North Atlantic. Like, why are we swimming, guys? I mean, like, surely the most powerful wizard and the one of the most powerful wizards in the world can, like, spell them across the water, build a little rowboat. But no, he That's did a saying. perfect breaststroke into and out of the cave, the second time being near death. I did some math. On this, I did some research. Oh God, I'm, I'm okay. so stoked. I looked at the sea temperatures of what the temperature that the sea would have been in this particular area at this particular time of year, which I wow. estimated to be between uh, March and late April. And sea Wait, temperatures. I think I think it's later than it's that. Hot. He said okay. he made a point in the chapter to say that it was like balmy outside. I think it's like late May because okay. because here's the thing is like. This day is the like finale of the book begins, and so that's I mean just in terms of Harry Potter math, that's later in the year. What time do schools get out in England? I, like the at the very beginning of June. Okay, all right, I undershot, but luckily right. they had a chart showing <laughs> yeah. the dates. So water would have been like fifty-five to sixty degrees, fifty-five degrees, and there's this thing called the one ten one rule, and if you get dunked into freezing water, you have one minute to control your breathing. You have 10 minutes of usable motion and you have one hour, even if you get out of the water before you die of hypothermia. It's like, and he did well use magic thing. to instantly dry and warm them when they got out. Of he the did. Water. He did. Mm. But he like left. even being in the water, being able to swim across, like what yeah. a display of athleticism on both of their parts. Courtney, <laughs> They're truly built different. They're sexually attracted to you than I am in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna so, like, tell Freddie I'm going to steal his girl. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> they climb down a bit. They swim to the cave. Okay. I have to agree with Harry's assessment of like, they brought kids from an orphanage here. Mm. Yeah, speaking of parent permission for a field trip, I mean, I guess, <laughs> no, I guess no parents yeah, to give exactly. them permission. They were in an orphanage, so I guess that's right there. This is before safety but, was like, invented. Tom Riddle takes two young children and like rappels down the side of this sheer cliff, tortures them in the cave, and then like gets them back to the field trip all in the span of. I guess there weren't that many adults a to watch hours, over them, were there? Because like, they were day. in an orphanage. Yeah. The only explanation I can give is maybe he was like, I wonder if I can fucking do that. When he was like, when he was like eight years old, he's like, I wonder if I can fucking do that. Because he has like an inkling that he's magic. So he's Yeah, like, he did all of this also before. Like he must have used magic to get them down there at least a little bit or to torture them. Whatever oh, yeah. he did to them. Yeah. That was so fun for him. But also it was before he'd ever gone to school for anything. So like. Yeah, it's the same as with Harry and Dumbledore. Like. Getting there, fine, all right, I can suspend disbelief. 
It's the getting back yeah. that I find improbable. Yeah. And what did he do to those kids? I want to know so I bad. do want to know. Yeah. After know he bad. traumatized those kids, then he had to get them out. Yeah, like drag <laughs> yeah. two traumatized children up a cliff. And like. then also, like, it was so fun for him that it's one of his seven special places in the world. I was just about to say, like, how embarrassing <laughs> is it that one of his most cherished memories is when he bullied someone when he was not yeah. even a teenager yet? They said torture. Torture. Wow. Yeah. They specifically say that word because I was like, what is Precious the moment. implication here? He takes him to an isolated spot and fucking tortures two school children. My theory, and I'm basing this entirely off themes, is like whatever he did to them was some kind of like mental hallucination thing that must have involved yeah. zombies. And I think that he like set up the oh. Horcrux trap. Like that seems, that would track, wouldn't it? Or like what if... This was like a crazy cave full of dead people in like an unrelated cave dead people accident. And they stumbled across it. And he like invents in fear eye as a kid by like raising them. Nah. Hmm. He, he. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's nah. cave of dead people is I think, it? I think like the People spot. die in caves all the time. But like just, memory... a, just a, a pool of them? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I, he, Dumbledore, I'm not Dumbledore. Voldemort had like used in fear eye in the past in his like reign of terror when he was like the dark lord before he went into hiding or shriveled into the whatever his like noseless white self he had like used in fairy as like an army before and he like raised them from like muggle graveyards yeah there's also like the fact that he's always compared to other dark wizards which like does imply that dark wizard is like a career path yeah, <laughs> like it's a thing. You, like no, it's like, a yeah. limited. There's like limited positions available. Haley, you'd be really good one. at that job. Why is That's your Only if there was zero competition. <laughs> it's like it's like the Sith, you know. Like Mary Clay, if you're listening, don't listen to the. Just plug your ears for a second. You know how like the Sith, there can only be two. Like yeah, it's, I think it's kind of like that. There are definitely okay, like there we go. We're good. We know, or at least. I'm not sure if we know 100%. I can't remember if this is, like, verified or if this is just a theory that I feel very strongly about. But, like, we know at least who one of the inferior is, right? Oh, yeah, that would be... Uh, what? Regulus. Regulus. I mean, like, the just, like, first one in. that um, oh, Harry yeah. sees, like, he sees the... Mm. The, like, he tries to Accio, and then the one jumps out of the water, and then he sees a hand first. But the first, like, full corpse he sees, it, it says he has, like, it's the one billowing dark him. hair and robes. And, like, who <gasps> wears robes? Wizards. Like, working wizards wear robes. And, like, Regulus had previously stolen the Slytherin locket from this spot. And then, like, probably promptly died yeah. and got turned into... And infurious, which I love the singular Ooh, of. I love the star. The singular is infurious, which I just think is really funny. But yeah, I mean, like I think that was Regulus. Oh, I don't know man. why. I feel like I always thought that Regulus Black got killed. Yeah, so did I. Well, I thought he got he like didn't. executed. No, he like okay, his family he thought didn't that die. he. They just didn't know how he died. Yeah, his family thought like the blacks like thought that he had just defected from the Death Eaters and was killed as punishment by the other Death Eaters, or probably not by Voldemort himself. He wasn't, like, that high up in, like, the ranks. But he, like, yeah, became so a Death Eater when that. he was, like, 17 or something like that. And and then um he, like, 
defected and went after figured out the horcrux thing and went to the cave yeah. and stole the locket but his family didn't know that they just <laughs> thought that he got killed by the other death eaters for defecting okay. but but he, he'd gotten sense. into the cave using creature his house elf yes and but, and yeah, creature, creature he wait actually i think regulus drank the poison yeah, right. Yes, and, and he then he got creature dragged under, yeah. And yeah. then he gave the locket to Creature, and that's why Creature has and it later. Creature yeah, fucked yeah, off. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, okay, like, house it, elves can apparate from places that yeah. other, that, like, wizards can't apparate from. And also, Dumbledore, oh, yeah. like, I was trying to figure out how Dumbledore knew about the cave, and there's multiple ways he could have known. He he did, in, like, He's probably get the like, truth out of Creature. He, like, well, he did in the fifth book, he, like, got Creature and, like, either used the truth spell on him or he just, like, but scared him never, into telling the truth. Or, he never knew that Creature knew about the cave, though. Oh, Are you yeah. sure? Because he didn't know the locket was fake. He did, uh, Yeah, he didn't okay. know about the locket. He also could have just been, like, doing his hella research on the orphanage and, like, tracked people down and, like, found that this story that he, yeah. like, took these kids to the orphanage... And, like, yeah. no one else could have done that research. Also, first of all, Harry, Hermione, and Ron would have never found this Horcrux Mm-mm. if it weren't, Mm-mm. like... Yeah, that's probably true. The other ones are way easier in comparison. <laughs> Dude, I always think about, like, when I'm playing a video game and I'm, like, in a real pickle. I, like, can't find the thing. I tried, I tried, I try it, and I finally <laughs> look up a walkthrough, and then it's, like... Oh, um, the wall on the eastern side of the castle is, like, fake. You can walk right through it. And I'm, like... How the fuck well, was I supposed to know that? I would, I'm not just like walking through walls. It's like the, that exact same situation. They would have been like, fuck, man, it's just a cave. Like, what? Do you think like, if, like Dumbledore had a little like a conspiracy board of ideas of like possible <laughs> hiding places? Yeah. It's just like, let me just knock out all of the stupidest and most difficult ones first so that these stupid moron children don't can do like the easy detective work. <laughs> They're not going to find this random ass cave. Dumbledore's like, surely if there's one in the castle, that'll be so easy for Harry to find. Mm. There were, mo- yeah, there were multiple in the castle. Some of the Horcruxes are so, like, there's so much <laughs> thought and so many uh, redundancies built into them. And then some are like, nah, it's just the big snake that follows him around. <laughs> Like, yeah. He just got real lazy with it at the end. Well, yeah, yes, <laughs> seven. I guess like they all like, originally had protections around. I guess the protection around the snake is that he's always with her. But she got chopped in half right quick. It wasn't yeah, that hard. Exactly. Yeah, she. I really mean, did. and then like, yeah, some of them were so easy. I mean, the crown fell into the fiend fire at the end, and. That was the hardest one. He had no idea where that was. Oh, yeah. That was like the last minute studying of Horcruxes. Just like, <laughs> let me just cram in this last little bit before the exam. <laughs> fuck, fuck, there's no way I'm going to get this right. And then somehow you do. Yeah, it was like a lot of a lot of prep by Dumbledore. And then like a lot of luck at the end. Yep, it's true. Can we read the next book? Okay, so they're in the cave. Dumbledore knows we're in the right place because it has known magic. <laughs> Dumbledore finds the hidden entrance. He doesn't even use a walkthrough guide. He's just that good. He's, He's that just good. That also, good. like, how big are men's fucking pockets that Harry could fit mm-hmm. a whole ass cloak just in his pocket? Dude. I don't want to talk about it. The it's like when you were a robe. 
when you wear a robe, those are from he big was deep swimming pockets. In no, Court, he put his invisibility cloak into his pants pocket. I think he was wearing another. It was a robe, a robe pocket, was it not? Oh, he, it just said pocket. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I was picturing pocket, and I was like, women's pockets would never be able to fit no. our cloaks. In. I, it does not say what kind of. I would, I would, I think, die of claustrophobia if I was wearing a robe and a cloak on top of it. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. so much And you're fabric. swimming in the cold Whoa. North Atlantic. I mean, like, we've <laughs> oh established gosh. that these two are somehow Olympic swimmers, even though Hogwarts does not have a pool, but, like... <laughs> and Harry never learned to honestly, swim. Honestly, like, he Harry probably... Does, yeah, where did, he he learn, where did he learn how to swim? Like, the Dursleys were not Magic. taking him to the pool. No, he, he said outright in the fourth fucking book that, like, the Dursleys Haley. never signed him up for swimming lessons because they were hoping maybe one day he'd drown. <laughs> Haley, thank you for having that, because I meant to look that up and I totally forgot to. That's very funny. Um, I guess it's just magic. Um, for the rest of the series, that's that's gonna be... We're not... Just, <laughs> it, like, it was the, just magic, the athletic guys. logistics here simply do not work out. If you're wearing a robes and a cloak, and you're in the freezing North Atlantic, have you guys ever seen those pictures of people in, like, Hot springs in like Iceland who do like hair freezing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, and, and like they leave yeah. their babies out in the cold to nap. Do you know about this? No, it's good for my, them. Yes, my I do know about this. My sister's ex-boyfriend is from Denmark, and shout out to Patrick. He's a real bad dude. But anyway, he lives in Denmark, and um, they leave their. They like when the babies are. T- it's time to nap. All the strollers are just out on the street in the freezing cold and uh, it's another immunity building thing like you were talking about earlier Courtney. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They just bundle okay. them up good. I have navigated to hairfreezingcontest.com. See the Nordic hot springs. I got to say the eyelashes are a nice touch. That can't no, be No, it's real. really cool. Y'all y'all should look it up, but that's what I'm picturing with all of Harry's <laughs> fabric. You could like turn you could turn crisp. it into like a phoenix or something <laughs> <laughs> if you froze them correctly. If only he was a drag queen. If only. Oh, that would be so It would look fierce, fierce as hell, right? <laughs> so they, Dumbledore finds the hidden entrance to where they need to be. Um, then he remembers to dry off Harry. <laughs> Whoops, sorry. Um, Harry still doesn't... He's got a little bit more man of action in this book, but he still doesn't know how to speak up and be like, hey, this would be like so much easier for me if you could just a little toot-toot dry me off real quick. <laughs> Because I'm freezing to death slowly. No, no, Dumbledore's got to remember what the elvish word for friend is so he can get through this glowing door. <laughs> I feel face. 100% sure that Harry would have never thought to dry himself off with a spell. Like, this no. man just never remembers true. shit when he needs to remember it. <laughs> oh my god. Like, speaking <laughs> of this entire as, as chapter. demonstrated in this chapter. Yeah, this entire chapter, he's just, like, he's still obsessed with Sectum Sempra, and he just keeps Sectum Sempraing everything unsuccessfully oh, yeah. because the Inferi don't even bleed. <laughs> and he's just like, Sectum Sempra! And he, like, can't remember to, like, use his wand <laughs> as a flashlight else. or dry his clothes off. <laughs> when... Dumbledore's like feeling around this cave. Harry's like, he'd never seen anyone do magic like this before, but Harry had learned long to go that magic was more than just like explosions. And I frankly don't think he knows that. Yeah. I think that he <laughs> primarily does do ex- a variety of explosions yeah, and lacerations. He, he, does, he does like an explosion, that boy. <laughs> I did. That's I wrote probably that, more of a movie memory. I wrote that quote down, Tina, because I was like, 
he was watching Dumbledore do his vibe check of the cave and just, <laughs> <laughs> and just like, intuit where the secret passage is, which I totally believe, I 100% believe that Dumbledore is that guy, like, obviously. Yes. Um, and I don't think there's a class on that in Hogwarts. And so I totally believe Dumbledore is, like, finding this stuff just by observing. And Harry goes, quote, long since I learned that bangs and smoke were more often the marks of ineptitude than experience. And I liked that line because Snape said something similar, like, years before, or that he, like, hates the kids that are just flashing show off and think magic is just oh. all these explosions and showy stuff. And I feel like the only reason I remember that Snape said that is because for years of my preteenness, I was like probably on a after finishing the for them all, then you know, I was so in love with Snape. Snape love, wife, were we all? Snape wife, tortured, flawed man. I knew Snape wife. I remember Snape. the next chapter where he kills Dumbledore. I remember sobbing so hard not yeah. because Dumbledore died because like it was time for someone another yeah. important character to die like I was fine with it I was sobbing so hard because I was like oh my god no one's ever gonna trust Snape they're they're gonna get him like this is really bad for Snape and then, <laughs> I mean it was it was really bad for Snape and then of course run, like baby, obviously run. one book later all is revealed we know of course that he was true and loyal to Dumbledore and did that because yes. he needed to and of course we all know that Snape is <laughs> like daddy he's the best but I no. feel like when that that is not a, a, a <laughs> oh. commonly agreed upon. Uh, no, I side with you. Oh, I you side guys with you, don't Becca. like a sallow, hook-nosed, fucking kind of mean. He's a child uh, abuser. Oh, are you for real? I like he's uh, actually my favorite character. But anyway, <laughs> see now I'm flushed. I you can't tell by the very low quality of my um, <laughs> stolen webcam, but my cheeks are really red no, right now because this so is what funny. I was afraid of. This is what I was afraid of. Coming on here and being perceived. Cancel. And now I'm embarrassed. No, like, honestly, like, it's right. You're right there with Andrew. And like, this has been a running joke for years. Oh. So like. <laughs> I should have done more research. I should have listened to more than 0.75 no, no, it's... of one episode. No, I'm pro Snape. No. no, no oh, the stakes are so low, Becca. And yeah, like, you it's to, the... You have to just commit to your take. Okay, I, I commit. I mean, I, first of all. This whole episode isn't going to turn into like Snape, but if you have me on the next, <laughs> if you have me on the next chapter, I <laughs> the next chapter cost me hours of young grief and tear-soaked pillowcases because I was worried so about Snape. Literally, Snape like, anyway, to wrap it up. I would go back and on rereads, I would write in my diary, my diary that had a lock and key, and I kept the key around my neck on a string. Oh, yeah. the, I love that. The one that you, um, the one that you waved in your yeah. sister's face in that her her diary entry that you shared with yeah. us the other day. <laughs> yeah, I was mean that day in my sister's diary, but then she sent me another entry where I was really nice. So I was like, okay, see, Courtney, I don't know. Now I'm starting to worry. 
that You're I'm not, not a sweet dude. angel, and I do see myself as a sweet angel. Not in the slightest. If it helps, Becca, if it helps, my theory with the Hogwarts houses is that they aren't so much who you are as what you value. They're aspirational. Yeah. I stand by Ravenpuff 100%. But I do think everyone needs to know, though, that she is a Scorpio. Mm. Yeah. When and you're wondering like, to yourself if she go together. Like, it, uh, like it, they fit Ravenclaw, the, sure. I'm Ravenclaw. Like, Scorpios and Ravenclaws are kind of like uh, Thursday and October. They aren't the same, but they're kind of the same but somehow. The same. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Yes. Mm. Along with, The like, closing of Act 2. Yeah. <laughs> closing of Act 2, ass people. Well, yeah. just to just to wrap up my thought, I used to write down <laughs> little tidbits from the early books that in new light of understanding all of Snape's sacrifices and how he was like the best double agent before the good side, you know, not the bad side. I would write down quotes that like hinted at that kind of stuff. And, you know, I remember I think that's why I remembered this quote being something similar to what Snape said, because. That's how I was just driven by like a passion to like avenge his name, and then I felt <laughs> very vindication. I did at the end when it turned out that like he was on the right side of history. I just do, knew do it. Do you still have the the clip of Holt yelling vindication? Because I mean, there's never been a better I do. moment. It just, I'll see, we'll see if I'm ready to hear his voice. I haven't, I, I intentionally didn't use an Andre Brower clip in last week's episode because I was too sad. That tracks. I mean, that's fair because, yeah. Vindication! I just want to ask Becca, where is your always tattoo located? No! <laughs> nah, I don't give a fuck that he loved Lily. Like, Okay. It's just about Snape. I respect that. Like it's, it's him. It's like, yeah, okay, him loving Lily is, adds a layer of cool, interesting, complicatedness to his relationship with Harry, sure, but at the same time, you had a crush on her 35 years ago. I, okay, ugh. Becca, this has raised my opinion of your opinion of Severus Snape, is knowing that detail. Because to me, that's the that's the part that makes me... Hate, hate him ultimately. No, no, there's a lot. I said the child abuse. I stand by that. That's my first. I reason. love a complicated character, dude. He's a great I character. He's extremely character compelling. So much. And obviously, I would fuck Alan Rickman's oh, portrayal of hundred percent. We'd be in that potions cupboard, knocking things down. <laughs> Files are shattering. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but also like. <laughs> If you guys ever heard the, like, what kind of boy do you like? Do you like a bad boy, bad boy, good boy, good boy, bad boy, good boy, or good boy, bad boy? Oh, my God. I like a bad boy, good boy. And Snape seems like a bad boy. Like, he seems like a Death Eater, even. <laughs> like, he's dark and brooding. He's, like, a mean He's but deep undercover. He's though. actually a good man and guided by a, a moral code that <laughs> and he's he's a bad boy, good boy. He seems like a bad boy. 
But deep down, he's squishy he's on the inside. He's gonna be obsessed and with you that, for thirty-five years. Yeah, that's my favorite type of boy. Yeah, unwavering fixation, which I do right. appreciate. I think I like good boy, bad boys. No, because Sean, lo- Tina, Sean looks so good, but underneath ones. he's a freak. Tina, no good, good boy, boy, bad boy, bad boys are worse than bad boy, bad boys because a bad boy, bad boy portrays himself as bad like he is bad and he doesn't try to pretend otherwise a good boy bad boy puts on a front of being a good boy but then they'll break your heart like and be evil to you Mm. deep down Mm. okay so we're talking like bad person what's the guy from american psycho what's that character bad boy yeah bad boy bad boy because like he doesn't really try to be a good boy in real bad boy (laughs) i don't know i've never actually seen or read that no, well, Haley, you I think you'd really like straight, it. Like, he seems Let's, very clean cut. Haley, like, I, I think so. you'd really like that movie. I, I saw it for the first time within the last, like, six months, and okay. I enjoyed it so much. All right. I think All you'd right. really like that book, yeah, and let's I watch do it. highly recommend it. Okay. All right. Oh, the book? I never, I never read the book. Okay, guys. Um, We're entering the cavern. Oh, Dumbledore uses his blood to get into the cavern, as Harry's is apparently worth more. Sounds arbitrary. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Because but he's also um, worth worth less when it I comes know, to getting no, across the water. It seems like this would matter a lot more. Like I don't know, this just doesn't seem like that effective of a deter. Like I, we've all had a paper cut. It's not yeah. that hard to give. Like like there's people who inject insulin every day. Like it's not that hard to do a minor damage to yourself and just, like, put some blood... Like, I would make the blood threshold for this a lot higher. <laughs> yeah. So you can yeah. just, so can just heal loss. yourself after, though. It's, like, symbolic, he, you know? Dumbledore's like, oh, look how crude, you know? No, Voldemort like, this is, is very afraid much, of, of uh, corpses and the dark, when really, when yeah. we look into the dead and the darkness, all we fear is the unknown. And I'm and like, zombies. actually, sometimes I do fear the dark, like itself. Sometimes I f- sometimes I fear I fear zombies being in the dark. We fear zombies for sure. Sometimes like death is scary not because I don't know where I'm going after but because I don't want to leave, you know? This is a classic wizard drama move. Yes. Like, That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, he's doing it for the plot. He's absolutely like it's just for the drama. Just like what's Haley, going to be the most aesthetic thing. Haley, do you know that that's like a turn a phrase that the kids are saying these days for the drama no for the plot oh, for you do it plot. for the plot ah. isn't that interesting it's a cool one huh that's very meta yeah yeah i'm i'm young too so that's how i know <laughs> kids these days hello fellow kids. i'm not i've been old <laughs> since the day i was born they go into the cavern high ceiling big lake probably not daisy buchanan in the middle of the lake don't worry about it, but it looks like there's a lot of dead the, bodies the in Gatsby. there. Who knows? Yes. Okay. They they set off walking around the rim. Harry suggests summoning the Horcrux, and Dumbledore's like, "I never even thought about that. Why don't you try?" And I think I think this man sometimes has bigger Ravenclaw energy than Gryffindor energy. I feel like the way he is like always being a teacher. You feel me? Yeah. I like thought very, it was just him saying, it's not going to do anything, but I'm going to 
empower you to learn that yourself. That's what I'm saying. That's like, I feel like that's a Ravenclaw approach. Yeah. It's very much like a, no, 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 Billy, don't reach your hand into the, you know what? Go ahead. Reach your hand into the fire. Experiential learning. There's no better way to learn. So when he tries to summon the Horcrux, something jumps out of the water in response. Mm. And Harry's like, what is it? And Dumbledore's like, don't you mean what are them? (laughs) (laughs) We don't know its pronouns, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) It might identify as multiple horrors. <laughs> okay. Because it, it is. is a, it is a lot of them. Um, and Dumbledore suspects that they're going to have to cross the lake to find the Horcrux in the middle. And he's like, these things will probably eventually attack us. And Harry's like, that's cool. <laughs> totally not regretting this field trip at all. <laughs> uh, but it did just occur to me that I did not receive a permission slip. I assume <laughs> I was supposed to get a permission slip signed. This seems like an oversight. So I'm gonna just uh, head on back to school where I belong. <laughs> um, no, he's gonna get in a boat. Mm, seems ill-advised. <laughs> They're fucking going. Couldn't They're be a trap a at all. Uh, catch me never in a cave in the dark, in a boat in the dark. Like, unfortunately, cave for me, not unlikely. I do like a cave, but not this one. Not this one. I don't I don't like underwater. I don't like underground water or like yeah. very deep water. Like, it's just that's I don't like it's upsetting to me. I feel you. Why are you down there? <laughs> like Atlantis in the movie. Yes. Atlantis. Dumbledore finds a chain on the edge of the water. He pulls in the boat and he's like, magic leaves traces. And I know Tom Riddle's magic (laughs) trace vibe. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoddy workmanship. uh, Extremely predictable, dark, evil lair. Just like, look wherever you think you would find something in in an evil lair. That's where you'll find it. It's dramatic. You could, you gotta give him that. Ghost, it's dramatic. Ghost boat. Like he's not even gonna <laughs> row it. It's a, it's a spooky ghost boat. Wait, Haley, did I show you? Because I know I texted the girl chat, but me and Becca saw a fog bow the other day. A what? It's a, it's a rainbow, but it's in the fog, and it's a real thing. A ghost rainbow. It was a ghost rainbow, and we saw it at Bird Park, and I I saw it so clearly. I was like, "This has to be a real thing, or I'm losing my fucking." We were mind. freaked out because I, none of us had ever heard of it before. We were like, "What is that? It looks like a rainbow, but it's just gray and hovering the over the water. Darkness. That's it really was like scary." 11 o'clock at night. And then, like Tina looked it up, mm-hmm. and we f- learned this new thing. And yeah, it's like it was really foggy, so there's all these water droplets in the air, and then it was like the moonlight bouncing off the water droplets. Makes That's a hot. ghost rainbow. It was very cool. It was crazy. That's dope. I love an atmospheric phenomenon. <laughs> yeah. We were discoverers of science that night. <laughs> if it had been like a thousand years ago, you guys would have been burned as witches. <laughs> well, Becca would have been burned as a witch for reading these books as a yeah, kid. Yeah, my mother mm. would have done it. She would have done the burning. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh my god, I love my mom. Stop. I'm, <laughs> I was just about to pull one of my classic... Wow. Well, anyway. 
She'd light the match. Harry asks if they'll be okay if they stay in the boat, but Dumbledore's like, no, we're going to get attacked. And Harry's like, okay, well, is the boat safe? And Dumbledore's like, yeah, he only would have wanted one person to go across, <laughs> but you don't count because you aren't legally an independent adult wizard. <laughs> yeah, what? like one of the most powerful wizards and he doesn't count as even half. Come on I now. just thought Dumbledore meant like the spells that are cast in this place won't perceive you next to me because I am so big and bad. I'm the like I just mm. thought Dumbledore's power orb was overpowering Harry's power orb. That would honestly be more sensible as an explanation than Voldemort cares about <laughs> like age limits in laws. Yeah. yeah. No, I right. feel, I thought it was but as you know, maybe maybe JK Rowling's writing isn't perfect. There's that is a distinct possibility. <laughs> um, it definitely isn't. Um, Courtney texted us. It's not in this chapter, but Courtney texted us from a previous chapter, Slughorn ejaculating, or maybe it's in a, mm. the next chapter. It's in the next chapter. He ejaculates. In that chapter, that's so that's so unclassy. Come on, put ejaculating Slughorn in ejaculated. Like, um, I think Ron says ejaculate in like Chamber of Secrets or something. That's the place for ejaculation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't don't disrespect Dumbledore's death chapter with the word. <laughs> she was like so clearly like right clicking on certain words and just going to the source <laughs> tool and just replacing them with a different. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like ejaculate is one of those words that like was a viable dialogue tag back when like Sherlock Holmes was still <laughs> new on the scene. You got a lot sure, of Sure, like you're acting so queer. You know yeah, what I exactly. mean? Like, you get a lot of fucking ejaculations and queer behavior in Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> let me tell you. But like... <laughs> it's fallen out of favor, and I think we need to just like let that go. And I don't know let it why she didn't hear. Cause girl, please, yeah. girl, please, please, <laughs> someone must have tried to talk you out of this. Did you guys see that? Um, like it was like a click hole article. Like I, it wasn't real, but it was funny because it totally could have been real. Of like the <laughs> J.K. Rowling tweet that like. I just have something really special to share with the Potterverse, and that is that now in his late 30s, Harry's struggling with erectile dysfunction, and it's causing a <laughs> rift between him and his wife, Ginny. Okay, bye! <laughs> oh my god. There's no way Ginny stayed with him that long. <laughs> She'd be doing shit like that, though. Like She'll be like, 20 years later, she'll be like, just so you guys know, one of the twins at the Yule Ball... Is actually by now, and that's like <laughs> that will be her contribution too. <laughs> and then three months later, it'll be another just unhinged transphobic rant. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Classic. That's our girl. Oof. Mm. Anyway, okay. So Harry's probably scared now. There are dead bodies all around him. Mm-hmm. They get to the island and get out of the boat. They can see that the Daisy Buchanan light. Is coming. That's that's her name, right? That sounds. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, oh, (laughs) with the green glow, yeah. The lights coming from inside a basin. 
Um, but they can't reach inside. It's like donk, like whenever they try to put their hands in. But the whole Horcrux, the item for the item currently perceived as Horcrux, is in there. So Dumbledore tries like a couple things that don't work, and he's like, "Well, we have to drink the water." And Harry's like, "That is bright ass green. I don't think that's water." <laughs> and Dumbledore's that is- like, "It ain't." That's like the sewer sludge that made the Ninja Turtles. (laughs) It's like the shit from Slime Time Live. (laughs) He should have put some Splenda in it. I think it would have had it go down easier. Or it would have just just exploded weirdly at the top. Splash of Coke Zero, maybe. (laughs) Dumbledore, for some reason, seems really confident that Voldemort wouldn't want to kill the drinker so he could interrogate him. <laughs> that seems like a huge gamble to me. <sighs> Basically, Dumbledore makes Harry promise to make him keep drinking the potion. Harry's like, no, how hard this feels hard. Like reading this, it's like, wow, that's a horrible position to be in. Mm. I definitely think that's the hardest thing Harry's been asked to do. Oh, for sure. And like, yeah. it's also definitely like the kind of shit that Dumbledore was expecting because, you know, that's why you get a promise from someone mm. before you yeah. tell them what they're going to have to do. Yeah. He made him yeah. give his word many times that he would yeah. obey his every order. And uh, like you are contra- you're It's a magically binding contract, Harry. You, you simply <laughs> must. Yeah, that was no fun. So I've been listening to this book on audio, the audiobook by Jim Dale, and I've had like mixed feelings about that in the past. Like I especially, I mean, you know, if you have one voice actor for this many characters, it's like hard. Um, I don't like the way he, he like, he, he does like girls voice. He, a, a lot of his kids and girls voice are just very whiny, but he's like an old white dude. And so when he was doing the voice acting for this part, like the forced drinking he was I mean he was very very good and he has a grandpa voice and so he was like doing this like horrified baby talk and it was like very upsetting yeah I think seeing someone you love confused is like one of the scariest things to me like yeah they're they're just like and then scared I don't that was like the only time Dumbledore was ever scared because it was whatever the potion was doing was like probably causing him physical pain but also like probably giving him hallucinations. Like he kept begging and being like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt them. Like kill me instead. It's like, damn, he is having some major fucking flashbacks. And Harry has to keep like shoving 10 goblets full down his throat over and over again. And he's telling him this will like, this will do it. This will kill you. The one where Dumbledore's like, like, kill me, please kill me. And he's like, this, this will do that. I promise. And then the next time he's like, give me water. And he's like, this is water. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like finding your friend at a festival and they're like, like too (laughs) fucked up and just like yelling (laughs) nonsense, except instead Uh. of taking them to the timeout tent, uh, you have to just keep giving them LSD. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Otherwise, the magical quest can't be fulfilled, Tina. By the goblet. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's very scary. It's very upsetting. I kind of was like, not to praise J.K. Rowling, but I, I like respect that this is genuinely horrifying. Yeah. Because these were ch- these were children's books, and like so far, it's all been 
we haven't done a whole lot of psychological mind fuckery on the children readers so far. This is, I think, an escalation of the psychological mind fuckery. Definitely. And also, like, the only other person so far... Okay, I was going to say the only other person. The people he's cared about who have died as a... In his recent memory is, like, Cedric. That was Mm -hmm. upsetting, but... Straightforward. You know... Yeah, not fast. as upsetting as it was for, like, Cedric's dad or, like, Cho. And then Sirius. And, like, Sirius's death personally did not really have an effect on me because I feel like it was written Because just, he doesn't like Snape, guys. He'd been absent. It's because oh. Sirius Black doesn't like Snape. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, I just feel like that was supposed to be the most significant death up until that point. And I remember, even as a child, for me, it was not. Like, it was, like, sad. Like, okay, this is Harry's, like, dad's best friend. Like, he wanted to be close to him. You know, I get it. But I remember this one with Dumbledore being way more significant in my mind. Because I feel like Dumbledore Mm. and Harry actually had more of a relationship. He also, like, the nature of him dying right in front of him. Or, I mean, like, okay, he dies later on the tower. But he's being tortured. And Harry's, like, having to help that happen and it takes time. Sirius just kind of like drifted away. Yeah, yeah. I think like, it's a lot more crowd. sanitized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think with Sirius and Cedric, it was also just like fast with both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was yeah. nothing like Harry could like do. Cedric just like didn't even register what was happening before it happened, and Sirius was like across the room, and then yeah. he wasn't anymore. And yeah. with Dumbledore, it's like. It's like, it's, it's all out. night. It's yeah. all fucking night that this is happening. And it wasn't just like something horrible happening to Harry, which has happened many times before. It was like, he had to be it's up like close you gotta and pr- You gotta be the it. person to like do it kind of to the yourself. Torture. Yeah. 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 Reading this section with Dumbledore, it, it had me remembering two years ago, I went to the chiropractor for the only time in my life. I probably told this story on the podcast when it happened. And they gave me, like, my first adjustment, and it, like, unleashed hell inside my body. And I was very, very sick for, like, two straight days. Sean had to come take me to the hospital because I was, like, so dizzy and, like, vomiting, maximusing. And I was, like, so disoriented and, like, confused about what was happening to me. And I feel like that plus hallucinations is what is happening to Dumbledore right now. Just, like, yeah, fuck up, bittery. Yeah, where am I? What am Real I? Real bad tummy. What, what is I? happening? <laughs> Vominus Maximus and Confundus Maximus is all happening right now. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to like go through it. Okay. Dumbledore starts drinking. He has three cupfuls before he needs Harry's help continuing. And then he kind of goes into baby mode saying he doesn't like it and he wants to stop. And that's when Harry has to start forcing him, which is very traumatizing for everyone. What, okay, would you guys do... I mean, would you have the strength to do this, do you think? Yes. If you had yeah. to? If I gave my word that I would do it, I would do it. Yeah. I, I feel like if I really believed that this was... If I believed Dumbledore and that this is what yeah. needed to happen to save the world and I'd promised him, I feel like, yes. He also doesn't know what else to do. Yes, that is true. I had I had a uh, kind of close relationship with my first boss ever at uh, the bookstore where oh, I used yeah. to work. And like, he was just like a grumpy old Navy veteran that everyone called the Admiral. And like, <laughs> honestly, if Jim had 
kind of cornered me into a position of having to do this. I wouldn't be happy about it, but like I was also I got more, you, bro. Uh, like I got you, bro. Also, I'm slightly scared of you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. assisted suicide at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and Dumbledore truly has to tell Harry literally every step of the way. Like, Harry had so many questions for him when they first got in the cave. He was asking, <laughs> "Is there something in the water?" Oh, there's multiple things in the water. Do you think they're going to hurt us? Oh, if they hurt us, what do you think they're going to do to hurt us? Oh, if they're going to try to hurt us, what do you think <laughs> we should do to fight them off? Like, Dumbledore is in charge, and I feel like For he doesn't sure. have anything else to do other than to follow his directions, and he promised. And then also, you know, speaking of which, Dumbledore had literally told this boy before they got in the boat, if there's anything in the water... You know, they're cold and dark evil things, and cold and dark evil things hate the light and the warmth. If there's anything in the water, Harry, you're going to have to use fire to keep them away from you. (laughs) Yeah. Explicitly. And then he doesn't get it, and Dumbledore literally goes, fire, Harry, and laughs. And then (laughs) Harry's being dragged down and well, I'm sorry, Tina, I skipped ahead a little bit, but point of the story is Harry doesn't even fucking remember to use fire. He's like, not he is so incapable. He is so incapable at times. I get you're <laughs> traumatized. You're scared. It's like fight or flight. You're being dragged under the water. But truly, it's those moments where I think I would remember the fire. Yeah. And Dumbledore still had to do it. For me specifically, like, <laughs> I, I'm just too, I'm too familiar with zombie lore. I would, I would like default to like kill the zombies by shooting them in the head. Shoot it in the head. <laughs> Yeah. You gotta destroy the but brain! But Harry was fucking sectum-simpering them. He was, so obsessed. he was so obsessed with... Spoiler alert, Snape. That he was sectum-simpering <laughs> these things that don't have blood in them. And then Dumbledore, yeah, in his poisoned state, has to fire lasso. He's gotta do fucking everything. I agree. I'm very disappointed in Harry's conduct in this. I think that, like... I feel like... Okay, so I'm not sure if Dumbledore knows he's going to die tonight or if he knows it's coming soon. Well, he knows it's coming soon, and I, at least, yeah. I And I wonder if this was, like, some kind of test. Be like, take him with me, see if he's ready. And then he's like, this man is not ready. As they're, like, going back to Hogwarts, and then it's like, oh, fuck. Well, <laughs> bad timing. He definitely at least knew it was soon. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it... Maybe could have been any day, though. Although, like, I feel that as soon as the Death Eaters knew that, like, tonight's the night, then Snape knows, Mm -hmm. and then Dumbledore knows. Yeah. I mean, I still think, like, Snape was hoping that it wouldn't have to happen, but I think he probably made, I mean, not probably, I could, he had previously made a promise to Dumbledore to do whatever it takes. To keep he's like yeah. he's good to at keep that. the Making secret you shit before he tells you what it's gonna be. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he really is. And so good at I that. feel like when what happens in the next chapter happens, Snape is super not <laughs> happy about it, but he knew he had to do what he had to do. Like mm-hmm. Crusaders for Snape. You're <laughs> like Snape wife. I'm gonna need to go on the next chapter because. <laughs> This was a critical. This was when young Becca was like fighting for his. I remember. I remember the internet. <laughs> fighting for his honor. The seventh book hadn't come out yet. You know, not everyone understood him, and I felt like somehow 
I, I don't know if I understand him or you. if I'm just uh, having some no, it's kind of true fucked love. up it's sexual true love, awakening. Becca. Don't let him tell you otherwise. <laughs> you will love him always. <laughs> always. Okay. An inferi grabs Harry. <laughs> because he has to grab some water from the dead people mm-hmm. lake because Dumbledore's like water. Because well, he's like trying okay. to do augment, like trying to make magic water okay. and it's how like, many times, simply not working. How many times does he do augmenti? How many times? Like four. <laughs> I think that it's like 15. I think it was a lot of time. He never Maybe. tried to like squirt it straight in Dumbledore's mouth. Yeah, though. waterfall that shit. Oh Just, yeah. No, but it, we can safely assume by this point that Voldemort has put these hexes in, like he's thorough think thorough enough yeah. to he wasn't thorough enough to account for a not quite a second person in the boat but whoever was gonna get to that point was gonna have to touch the water and was gonna have that last barrier of because drama. the and fair eye getting them which is what happened to regulus because well, listen because listen here's what i would do dumbledore collapses but the potion's gone you take the locket you put it in your breast pocket where it's safe you Pick up the 120-year-old man you're chaperoning. You put him in the <laughs> boat. I don't care if, like, you feel his, you hear his yeah. breath failing. You obviously can't fucking stay here. Yeah. You need to get out as quick as you can. Get in the boat. Get back across the lake. And then drag his ass out into the ocean and figure it out. <laughs> I, don't, yes. I don't think don't even you drag just his ass stop the ocean. Why could you not just apparate from the cliff? Because of magic. <laughs> the water could have waited until they were at least on the rock. Because if this man can do a perfect breaststroke back to the rock, he can wait for his little sippy of water. Yeah. <laughs> Hit up a, a Heb or a 7-Eleven or whatever like, the fuck they have over there. I will get you a blue Gatorade if you just make it out of this cove with me. I, I will get you a Red Bull. Imagine Dumbledore with a blue Gatorade, though. That's like a cute little picture. I I think he'd love it. Needed yesterday after our New Year's adventures. Mm. I think he drinks white Gatorade. Mm. Like because he came back as Dumbledore the white. Oh my god. Well, I mean, he did fall in the mines of Moria. I mean, is that not the chapter we're on? It's literally (laughs) happening right now. The drums. The drums. In the deep. What if we make a podcast where we read through Lord of the Rings and it takes us like fifteen years? What if we read? It's so, what if we it's do a so podcast funny. I've already proposed where we this. Read Lord of the Rings because we've never read it before or seen any of the movies, and our name was Mary Clay. Becca, you don't know this, but I, I don't think. But we do have a friend who did read Lord of the Rings on a podcast because she'd never read it before, and her name is Mary. It's like actually it's read about all four of them years on a podcast. Well, not like out loud, but like oh, yeah, reacting that's to chapters. Audiobook. Okay, that's a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, it was it a lot, but it only years. took about it only took about four years. Okay, and if Fairy grabs Harry, he starts hitting them with Petrificus Totalis. Nope. nope. And they pick him up nope. and carry him off. Nope. Dumbledore nope. is making fire nope. because he has to do everything, <laughs> and he pushes the Inferi back and grabs the locket. He does like, every you. single thing, he and he goes everything. like, "You shall not pass." <laughs> It is definitely giving Moria. I can't with the fucking zombies, dude. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I don't like it. That's okay. Well, we're done with them. It's fine. They get into the boat. I just want to register for the record that I don't don't fucking like the zombies. Yeah, I think we got it on the record. (laughs) I don't know. I think they're kind of cute. (laughs) 
I think I can oh. say. <laughs> Becca. Just kidding. I'm kidding. Are you? I'm All kidding. right. I was going to say, are you like a monster lover? Because we, no. we've had conversations. Like, uh, and or monster fucker. No. Those two things don't always overlap, but they often do. They often do. I feel like Snape like knows a lot about monsters and stuff, and that's cool. <laughs> but he's not a monster. You know, you know he's a else? good boy. You know who Deep else knows down. a lot about monsters? Hagrid. Yeah. Ew. You would fuck Hagrid, bro? Yeah. That is not what I said. Oh, me either. <laughs> no, he's got t- his brain too dumb for my taste. Do you know, we've talked about this, though. He could pick you but up. But couldn't he just? He, exactly. He like, he could he pick, pick you both up and spin up. you around. But he also probably Dude, smells really bad. He probably smells a really Gimli, bad. A Gimli, yes. A Hagrid, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I I've been with I feel like I've been with Gimli's like in real life, though. Same. At least Hagrid's. Same. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, guys, let's do it. Let's do it. They get into the boat. Dumbledore is very weak and unwell, but he's lucid. I like remotely lucid. Harry uses his organically bleeding blood to open the door again he's like pre i'm pre-bleeding because it takes that little <laughs> i'm just saying doesn't seem like the most effective lock and key it, i totally agree my my evil trap would be so much it would involve so much, so much more blood like i bled a little bit at the dentist today because that bitch they always insist on trying to I have a p- bottom retainer, like a permanent retainer, and they always insist on trying to like floss through it. And I'm like, that's why I have a water pick. You can't pull the floss through. And then they try it anyway. And I'm like, that really hurts. Remember those days. <laughs> I hate the dentist. I hate, I hate dental. I hate all of them. Dental assistants. Any, <laughs> hey. any, any dental professional, you're. Hermione's parents, fuck those guys. Courtney, I, I have some more bad news for you. I love going to the dentist. Yeah, and Are I haven't I me, haven't Bustin? been in years, but I love a cleaning a checkup. Like I want, oh, I looked forward. To the, I Becca, that's because insane. listen, it's like your mouth feels so clean after, does it not? I mean, I I, it, I mean it's clean. But One of my fantasies is that like a, a couple hundred bucks. That's it's how much possible for someone to just remove all my teeth one by one and to go in and remove all my bones one by one, all the little tiny bones and like scrub them real clean all around, all in the nooks and crannies and then just put them all back in. And I just feel so cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually want that too now that you Full say body Yeah, so that's I feel like that's like the dentist gets me a little piece of that, you know? <laughs> your mouth just feels so clean <laughs> I do long to be clean Harry is getting them out of there he tells Dumbledore not to worry Dumbledore says I'm not worried Harry I'm with you which and then, is something that I feel to be misguided but sweet and then they swim away for some reason so they can <laughs> apparate instead of just apparating from the perfectly serviceable cliff face yep He's an incompetent. Harry yeah. is an incompetent. incompetent. And remains so... Well, Dumbledore brought them in that way, though. But, like, why? why? He doesn't why? say. I looked. No, I know. And there ain't no warming charm. I'm sure Harry does not know a warming charm that would not set him on fire. So, oh, sure. <laughs> good luck getting hypothermia, you dumbass. You were supposed to light uh... the fucking zombies on fire. 
He is not good at magic. You had one job. <laughs> He's just good at being brave. <laughs> Surely that's enough. Speaking of that last, like, Dumbledore saying that sweet thing, I did notice a... Because I went back and read the chapter before, too, just because it's been a long time and I needed a little bit of context. The nice. context being he just started dating Ginny the chapter before. That was the context, apparently. Oh. That was so important. But anyway. Yep. He, like, <laughs> You're right about the that. last little part of the last chapter, he says to Ron and Hermione, he's like, I'll be fine. I'll be with Dumbledore. And then he runs yeah. off to the cave. And then after the very end of the cave episode, Dumbledore says... I'm not worried, Harry. I'm with you. And I was like, that's a nice little bit that of sweet little parallel right there. Yeah. It's it's like a real kind of straightforward passing of the torch. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think Dumbledore actually knew he was going to be okay. I think he knew something bad was waiting for him or would be happening soon. But I feel like it was more like a, I'm at peace. I know that we're like gonna win you got this team well yeah we got the hardest horcrux hunt out of the way and now it's just all the all the softballs for you dumb kids well i feel like dumbledore is like i'm definitely dying in the next like couple weeks Mm -hmm. so um this is your problem now i feel like harry actually believed like when he went off and was like i'll be okay i'm with dumbledore that is kind of sad because like he really that's true, and then Dumbledore dies, and now Harry doesn't really have yeah. anybody who's looking out for him, or so he thinks. Snape. It but. was really shocking <laughs> to read. I feel like it was really shocking to read because because he has been like so infallible, like this whole series, and later we learn that he's like still still in control of all the pieces. But it just felt so like crazy that anyone could ever like overcome him because I feel like he always was like holding all the cards th- until now. But you know he still, mean? I mean, his death still was in his control. Like him and Snape had pre-planned it to a degree. Totally. But I'm saying that reading this when I was a kid was like shocking. I think in the same yeah. way that it felt, it feels for Harry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like building him up to be, really indestructible and then it just like strikes him down kind of when you least expect it yeah there is uh, I guess it's kind of fitting that the chapter begins and ends like on a cliff face because oh. it, it does have the effect of like like falling off a cliff yeah like it's that's kind of how it feels it's like oh shit we're in free fall now you know yeah it's like the inherent momentum of like the finale of a book mm. Mm-hmm. We're we're headed towards it now, friends. That's the end of the chapter. Becca, is there anything from your notes that we didn't talk about or like any favorite moments or final thoughts? No thoughts at, <laughs> at this particular moment. <laughs> Just vibes. Courtney, any last thoughts? I think that Harry like probably shouldn't have passed his owls. And maybe, <laughs> maybe they were just rushing him through to get him out of the school because... He's a dummy, and that's fine, because he's the hero. And that's fine. Yeah, he is a dummy. I'll agree with that. And this is the least dumb he's ever been. He's, been, <laughs> yeah. he's had some real character development, becoming slightly less dumb in this book. It is funny. So, good person. Like, he is meant to be naturally just so good at everything. Like, he was raised a muggle, didn't know anything about Hogwarts, but then... Oh look, I'm actually 
secretly super rich, super naturally talented at Quidditch, the best yeah. in potions class for some reason, the chosen one defeats the great lord and it's like i feel like whenever moments like this chapter happen that show his like complete ineptitude it's just for the plot (laughs) it's just because that's what she needs to write in order to make this chapter happen and it's like is he really stupid and unskilled or is he naturally is he like boy genius I think that's the trouble with men is it's so hard to tell. Go on. I think it's so hard to tell. Are you weaponized incompetence? <laughs> Let Hermione figure it out. Yeah, and now is not the time for that, Harry. Like Dumbledore literally needs you. <laughs> like the the whole thing with uh like Harry having to be explicitly told like you should use fire. And then simply and then not still using not fire. Kind of recalled. Like it twice. recalled the fucking uh, the maze in the first book when they're with the devil's snare and Hermione yeah. has that moment of panic that's very believable for an eleven year old of like, oh no, there, there's no yeah. wood. I can't build a fire. Mm-hmm. And Ron's like, are you a witch or aren't you? Like, mm-hmm. are you a wizard or aren't you, dude? Like, this is this is old fucking news. See also, uh, Harry, I'm going to explicitly tell you, do not touch the water under any circumstances. <laughs> yeah. He didn't Make listen. Make sure to not touch the water. D- anything, you know, please don't touch the water. And then he's like, <laughs> I got to get him a little sip of lake water. <laughs> That'll help. Oh, my God. I just would never. Oh, no, I'm... I don't have my iodine tablets. <laughs> <laughs> my smart tube or whatever the fuck they're called. The straw. Oh, yeah, those things freak me out. I'd rather drink. I don't the trust iodine it. Water for mm. some reason, even though it tastes horrible. It, like it tastes so bad that I feel like botulism wouldn't want to live in there. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dead body water. Mm. Yeah, that's fucking nasty. Corpse Haley, water. any last thoughts? I don't like zombies. I'm sorry. They're gone, sweetheart. There's I, no more left in the mm, book. There's a, but they'll be in my nightmares. Haley, do you not like zombie movies? I literally don't. Oh, I okay. I watched Scooby Doo on Zombie Island when I was six years old, and I, I never really recovered. Love it. Okay. What about the zombies on Bob's Burgers? Those were the edge of my tolerance. <laughs> I actually uh, okay. did have a final thought. Can we come back to okay. me? Can we circle back? Yeah, let's let's go back. Um, I <laughs> feel thought, like I've been over here having slight existential worries about the fact that Courtney does not agree with my house placement and that I'm apparently mean. I feel like I'm a very sweet angel girl and I'm actually so nice. And so, you want to hear something funny? One time we got a review that said all of the girls are subtly mean to each other. I <laughs> think we're offended yes. because we Friendship. were not being subtle. We're, we're openly subtle. mean to each other. That's how dare you? Friendship. Y'all should see how I talk to my sister. You'd be appalled. Y'all should and... hear how I talk to myself because nothing you can say can hurt <laughs> me because I'm. <laughs> all right, Lena. So, um, I would like to know what everyone's houses are because I feel so confident in the fact that I'm a Ravenclaw secondary Hufflepuff but mostly Ravenclaw that I'm like well what does everyone think I am and then what do they think they are because I'm new to this pod and I don't know what you guys' houses are or at least I don't know what you th- you you want the opportunity to disagree is what you're no, saying I feel like Courtney's the hater and I'm actually a real <laughs> nice girl but 
And this is your opportunity to prove that. I would like to know what everyone ha- what everyone's house is. Do you know we've never talked about Harry Potter before, and then now all of a sudden I'm on. I came on the pod, so I'm just like I was asked what my house was. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I'm I'm a Hufflepuff, and then I think I have obviously some Gryffindor in me as well. Mm, I am I am a flat Ravenclaw, like yeah. of the. Of, you have your Slytherin moments. Like I I'm a I'm a Ravenclaw of like the Ollivander. Uh, yeah. Like like the eccentric, but like I I have simply scientist. have no <laughs> ambition. I have flair. That's the the Slytherin t- type uh, energy is just my pizzazz. I have zero <laughs> ambition, and that fully disqualifies me from Slytherin vibes. Okay, but I love that because I see myself as a Ravenclaw, and I would also say that one of my defining traits is that I have no ambition. Mm-hmm. So good to know, Courtney. I'm waiting with bated breath. <coughs> like what I think you are. No, or what, I am. what you of think course you I'm are. A, I have tested into Slytherin. Of course, about ninety percent okay. of the time. Glad that I. And the other, the other ten was Ravenclaw, but I mean, I'm gonna go with the vast majority. But I also agree with that because you're very, very smart, which that's what makes you so evil. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. I obviously I don't kid with myself like there's not I'm not a Ravenclaw. It's not my gut <laughs> to do those things. But like um, I've said, like I've said, I, I honestly stand by my theory that the houses aren't your attributes, they're your values. Yeah. values so like yeah, that so what sense. is like that, that like doesn't your mean rising sign? You know, how you present kinda, yourself yeah. to the world. Is that what that is? It's like the thing that you most want to be and strive to be and may or may yeah. not be successful in being. Okay. So mm-hmm. like somebody oh, yeah. who like, like Gilderoy Lockhart was a Ravenclaw because oh, yeah. he values cleverness and intelligence and like quick wittedness. And I, He's I, none I of those nice. things, but he values it. So he was yeah, in Ravenclaw. Well, I value those things, and I am those things. Yeah. But you also value <laughs> things like friendship and love and loyalty. So, That's like, true. that... Why did I say something so controversial? I just so feel brave? like... I just feel like <laughs> Bailey agrees with me, and that your assessment of me being mean is just not true, Courtney. That's how we all feel. <laughs> You're really going to be fixated on this one, huh? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I feel Run like... free, baby. I feel like I'm mean sometimes, but I I strive for niceness. And so that... I feel like that... No, you're... There is not a single part of you that's not a, a hot At the ball. same time, though, you, know, you are maybe the most ambitious of all of us. You have At all see, of these I'm projects di- that I'm you divergent. work so hard on, and you are a go-getter and a hustler, and... You're crunchy, hippy dippy. That's and kind of slithering. I think that's a well, like I don't know, it, but like I don't think your motive is like prestige or like it's friendship. Yeah, like yeah, like you. Right. Uh, every time you do a project, it's because you're bored and like want to do a new thing. Yeah, like that. The, like that is always your motive every single time. It's not because like I want to be the greatest podcaster in all the land. <laughs> It's but like it would be, I, nice to be fun money. to have a podcast and like maybe it'll be right. successful even. You want to hear something crazy? <laughs> um, this very podcast, uh, um, it has started running ads on uh Apple Podcasts, which I or maybe it's on everything. I forgot that when I originally signed up 
for Podbean three or four, four years ago. Oh my God. When I first did that four years ago, I guess I like checked a box like, yes, run ads. And then I forgot about it for four years and we just started having enough listeners that it started running ads. And I was like, what the hell is happening here? So TBD on if I'm going to let that continue. But if Mm. you've heard ads when you've been listening to this podcast, are they cool? Let me know. I don't know. All right, let's wrap it up. Haley, did you have an opportunity to say your final thoughts? My final thought was the thing about uh, the the fire and the devil. Zombies. Also zombies. I don't like them. I will just reiterate. Yeah. Um, My final thought is that I like the buildup of this chapter. It's like, it feels so weird knowing what's coming next. Mm. I'm ready. Mm. I'm ready to wrap this bad boy up. Let's take it to plugs. Becca, do you want people to find you on the internet? And no is a great answer if you feel They no. can try. They won't find <laughs> anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is something that you've been reading or watching or playing or listening to or doing in your personal life mm. that you think the listeners would enjoy? Oh, dear. Um, Are you having I don't I've never read anything brain because that happens to me. I am blanking. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. This podcast episode is actually the most significant thing that's gone on in my life. In six months. You guys read Harry Potter? um, I feel like the past six months of my life was leading up until this moment, and I am awaiting my (laughs) performance review and see if I, you know, get invited back. Um, (laughs) Watching, I just started rewatching Mad Men. Oh, indeed. That's a totally different vibe than this, but. That's okay. That's I love it. Hell yeah, Courtney. Do you want people to find you on the internet? No. No. Don't find me there. What have you nope. been up to lately? Don't find me. Um, I think we covered that at the beginning, but I, li- <laughs> I like, uh, that's what I've been up to. Um, As in, what are you plugging? Okay. I'm plugging Jeff Long's The Descent. It's one of my favorite horror books. It's, if you like creepy things in caves. Oh. And, uh, kind of, uh sci-fi-ish element as well or medical horror <laughs> i think you'll enjoy things. it caves are scary all yeah, the time really and spelunking is stupid <laughs> sorry <I'm- laughs> oh no it's it's a very like white people going into the clearly haunted house kind of vibe i've been yeah. in i've been in like a cave and it was like the easiest cave like yeah. like a straight it, it's like big ape old cave, cave. It, it, it's ape cave it's like a it's a single like two mile tube like you there's no there's it branches nowhere like you cannot get lost enough cave talk this is literally the cave chapter mm, yeah I'm, I'm getting i'm shaking in my boots over here like no. earlier really when you said that this kind of cave is your nightmare i i disagree i'm like i would fuck with with a big cave with a big giant cave, I might not go swim to the bottom of the standing water, but like, it'd be interesting to see. But a small cave, a tight cave, one where you're it's like, not, it wasn't that tight. crawling on your belly, nutty putty, it's, it, like no, it's, the it's kinds not like of things that, until that the very crazy end. people do, getting no, no, trapped, like, getting crushed. No, you literally oh, no. can't in ape cave. Like it's it, it's about the size of like the nave of a cathedral. It's huge. It's okay, just that it doesn't branch out. <laughs> um, I want to take the opportunity to shout out. Our patrons in the Discord who who hang out in the cave chat because we do have 
a horny chat called Cave of Lovers. Secret tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. All right. Um, Haley, do you want people to find you on the internet? Uh, Not really. Uh, There's uh, there's nowhere worth being found on the internet anymore. No, I feel you. What are you plugging this week? Uh, I just started watching uh, AMC's The Terror about the Mm. doomed Franklin expedition. Courtney uh, loves this. Yeah, I have the book. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> Courtney, I kind of figured you would uh, you would vibe with it. Uh, I, it's about the power it's of so optimism and God against the forces of the Arctic. Yeah. There is none. Spoiler, there no, is none. That shit the was Arctic good. wins. Also connected to what I shouted out because the main guy in the terror is in Mad Men too. Oh really? Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Lane, oh. Lane, Lane, whatever, yeah, Lane Bryant he himself. It's, <laughs> Anyway, spoilers <laughs> for Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> I've been your host, Christina. You know where to find me. And I'm here to plug my book, Indie Book Publishing from Start to Finish. Colin, it's going to be awesome. It came out yesterday. Woo! Buy it. Buy a copy of it. The oh, audiobook fish. is coming soon. And if the ebook is enough yet, that will also be coming soon. So buy uh, that too, or else. Or else, yeah, buy all of them. If you don't want to publish a book, find someone who does and make a donation of the book to them. Trust me, literally everyone you know has written a book. They are just (laughs) waiting for you to even (laughs) tangentially bring it up. Becca, thank you so much for coming on the show. It took a lot of bravery. Wink. Maybe you're a Gryffindor. Just kidding. (laughs) But I'm glad you did. I think you came for the friendship. I did. And and the coercion. And because 2024, <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. 2024 is the year of no fear, okay? Yeah, I love that. Pushing, pushing myself. Hell yeah, I love that for you. Courtney, as always, thank you for coming back. You're welcome. She's touching her boobs again. <laughs> they, they keep bouncing right, She's right into 2024. She's hoisting them. <laughs> 2024 is the year of fear. No. <laughs> keep, keep your eyes peeled. Cody's going to terrorize us. Fear is a survival mechanism. Stay fearful. You're such a slitherer, bro. Constant vigilance. That's it, potheads. Thanks for listening to the Restricted Section. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Christina Kahn. Our theme music was produced by Ryan Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Please connect with us on Twitter at RestrictedPod, on Instagram at RestrictedSectionPod, on Facebook at RestrictedSectionPod, or in our Facebook group, The Restricted Section Detention Crew. Join our Patreon to get access to our Discord server, our bonus episodes, and other cool perks. We're also very happy to be a member of Deus Ex Media, where all you fucking nerds can find all kinds of fandom podcasts to suit your fancy. Charlie, I'm so glad I found you. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. The break was hard, but I'm not injured. Thank the gods. What do we do now? Okay, Ray, I need you to listen to me. There's only one book left, and I know it's going to be hard, but we have to get through it. I know. Okay, I'm going to run out and start reading. Good plan. Okay. I'll start emailing guests. Charlie, no, you're an introvert. It's okay. 
I can do this. Remember me, Charlie. I love you, buddy. For Rick. Check out of the Eldest Gods episodes every Thursday. Now covering Book Five of Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Last Olympian. Let me unwrinkle my notes that I hastily made at work. I wrote them all on post-its. <laughs> Dave X Media.